Jackson, hello. Jack. How are you? Oh, man, I am crushing it. How are you? <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Crushing it is good for you. Yeah, thanks, dude. You're welcome. Glad you're having a great Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I've had worse Sundays. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Not my childhood. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Weekend Plans, where we don't talk about our childhood sometimes. That's right. We are living a better version of our childhoods because we are adult men. That's right. That we can afford love. <laughs> we can afford to buy yeah. the stupid things that we enjoy now. More expensive toys. That's right. It's even better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to feel guilty about it. So, I feel a little guilty. But... <laughs> Just a small amount of guilt. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not going into debt. Um, today's show is going to be different. We're actually going to go like by topics. Yeah, um, crazy. I'm adding organization. Structure. I'm trying. Yeah. I want to see how it goes. Maybe, maybe I like it, maybe I don't. Yeah, it's your show. Know. Hey, man. <laughs> it's a show, you know? It's like, <laughs> this show's like Batman. Anybody can be weekend plans. If I die, somebody else can take over and it can go on. Yeah. Like maybe they will. Maybe yeah, they, maybe. Maybe they won't make a follow up and they'll. No, no, maybe the big reboot the universe and do something more depressing. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's probably what will happen too. They'll be like, "Wow, this is uh, interesting." Zach's killing a lot of people in this version. <laughs> a lot of death. <laughs> Zach fires a tow cable from his car and then drags that car around and flips it onto another car. What? Strange. <laughs> These guys are shooting from their very small turreted truck, and he's mowing them so down with his jet. mowing them down with a Gatling gun on his <laughs> ultralight. <laughs> <laughs> he just murdered everybody. He just slammed Jack that man against the wall. Screaming his mother's name. <laughs> he just slammed that man, head, man's head against the wall. Now it's bleeding. Now there's blood on the wall. But he's fine. Uh, what are we talking about today, Zach? I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Actually, ironically, we're talking about T- uh, DC Fandom. Yes! Uh, two weeks away at this point. We're recording this on Sunday the 9th of August right. in the year of our Lord 2020. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Anno Domini 2020. That's it. Uh, the year where we all get fucked. <laughs> um, yes. No, we're, t- we're talking about that. There's a lot of things already announced. Yes. And we have theories and on something. There's something's. a lot of speculation. We know for sure we're going to see something yes. from the Batman because Matt Reeves has come out and posted about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, he's on the guest list along with uh, yep. Big Bobby Bats. Yep. That one's like super known, tossed around, and it's about time. Mm-hmm. We need something. We're ready for more. Yes, because the last we got was just the stunt suit, and everybody's like, look how puffy he looks. Yeah. And well, I mean, those are like leaked set pictures. We yes. got like the official look of the suit from Which, yes. It was still in the red light, himself. right? Yeah. We actually haven't truly seen it colorized. We've seen some like those official pictures of the Batmobile where you can see the suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's it. That's all we've Literally got. nothing else. There's been nothing else. So we're going to get something. We're going to get something. I really think they're going to show us footage, whether that's like just a sizzle reel or a small teaser trailer. I think we're going to see Catwoman. I think we're going to see the Penguin. Maybe the Riddler. Mm-hmm. It looks like they shot enough to actually put together a little trailer because you have the stunt. Yeah, they definitely shot like a third of the movie. Yeah. And so there's enough to put like, they have the action shots. That's why there's the sun suit. So they can yeah. co- cut that in to make it look cut more exciting. Cut some stuff around. It'll be like uh that first uh, Tim Burton Batman teaser trailer where they just like put something out to be like, stop complaining. This is going to be great. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. So I'm super excited for I'm it. I'm very excited. I still want. I still want my. I sent you a text message. Have you ever played the Max Payne games? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yes, I have. And I'm like, I want like a narration like that. Yeah, I want first person narration. I think that's a cool way to go. I think Max Payne is like a little bit like so dark it almost comes off as a joke. Yeah. So like maybe not quite to that degree. But no. Yeah. But yeah, that's definitely like what like we're that talking style. about when we talk about like film noir, mm-hmm. first person. Very much like he's narration. talking about what's going on. Yeah. That's what it'd be cool. Yes. We'll see. It's a cool way to like put you squarely on Batman's shoulders as like the mm-hmm. point of view in the narrative. And some people are like it's super cheesy and like if it's done wrong. Yeah, if you do it right, it's to- it totally works. You almost have to lean into it. Yeah. You can't try to act like you're not doing this. Yeah. Narration. Well, the version of it being bad would be like the original theatrical cut of Blade Runner, mm-hmm. <laughs> where they just like threw it in because it was con- they thought it was confusing. And then Harrison Ford fucking hated it. Yeah, Harrison Ford did it bad on purpose because he was like, well, if it sucks, they won't use it, and then they used it. <laughs> He's like, shit. <laughs> so it's like hot trash. Yeah. But it's still good. It's still kind of funny. Yeah, it's still um, great. Yeah, the best version of Blade Runner is the final cut that they released like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome. Blade Runner's a fun movie. I love Blade Runner. I love Blade Runner 2049. Yep, another fun one. I think Jamie's seen Blade Runner, so that'd be another fun one to do. That would be crazy. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear Jamie's thoughts on Blade Runner. I think you might have to at this point. What is going on? <laughs> Are they robots? Are they not? <laughs> Who am I? What does that mean? Am I a robot? <laughs> am I cake? Am I cake? <laughs> Just goes to full Terminator 2, like cuts into her arm. Me nope. proving to my friends I am not cake. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so DC fandom. Uh, we already know Suicide Squad, the, both the movie and now the game. And are the game. Um... I think we're definitely going to get a trailer for that movie because that movie's like fucking done. That's what you like, said. It's shot. Been it's in done. the can. Like yeah. they've been sitting on it. Yeah. And like trying not to overthink it because I can't imagine the pressure to make that good. I really, uh, I think it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet a whole bunch of money that it's like the squad being sent to like some sort of fictional DC country to like mm-hmm. depose some kind of dictator or something like that. There were a lot of rumors that uh, Vandal Savage was going to be the like revealed villain of the movie. Oh, interesting. Which I think is really fucking cool for anybody who does not know. Vandal Savage is like a deep cut DC villain. Very. He is an immortal caveman. <laughs> which is cool. Who's like lived and thrived through every era of humanity. <laughs> He's basically Bigfoot. What? He's Bigfoot. What are you talking about? The he... monster truck? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you appreciate that your mind goes there first? Thank you. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. In what way is he Bigfoot? I don't know. He's just this caveman that just, just kept going through all of time. And people maybe have seen him, maybe haven't. Oh, interesting. That's an interesting way to go with that. Isn't it? <laughs> what do you think he do? Just sits in his cave and no one ever sees him? No, he's like a warlord in every era of humanity. Oh, he's a warlord. Yeah. So, okay, what is he now then? So, that's what we're going to see. Oh, that's fair. He's actually... Uh, Jamie and I are going to cover the book Batman Universe on an episode of mm. Why Do You Like This? And he's the villain in that. Oh. Just now I was like, oh, that's who he is. <laughs> she came back. Back no, around. I, knew who, I, I knew he was from that, but yeah. I was like, I have no context. That's fun. So, yeah, like Vandal Savage is basically like he's a caveman who like found some meteor who crashed to Earth and the radiation made him immortal. Great. Yeah. He can't be killed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, at this point, like an erudite, educated man but who very much has the mentality of a caveman so it's like Wonderful. very interesting that is interesting yeah huh 
All right. Well, mm-hmm. that, that could be fun. Um, but the game itself had a poster released, and it looks like we're hunting the Justice League. Yes. I'm very interested in that. It looks to me like Superman is on some sort of mind control. There's mm-hmm. like a vein situation. His eyes are a weird color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my guess would be maybe Maxwell Lord, maybe Brainiac, maybe maybe Darkseid with like the anti-life equation. Could maybe be. they're kicking it old school and going Starro. They could. There's a lot that could go. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. So I- yeah, that's my prediction for this: is Justice League is under some sort of mind control, and the government yep. is weaponizing the, or activating the Suicide Squad to take them out. Yes. Which would make sense. Mm-hmm. And it's fun enough. Uh, hopefully it leads to us being the Justice League in the next game. That would maybe. be nice. Like, maybe we'd save them. They want revenge. And the next game is them going off. Like, I would have more interest in being Justice League characters in their own games where they could really flesh out the dynamic oh, as yeah. opposed to... I was hoping Roxy would have the balls to do Superman. I would love that. I thought they were doing it. Yeah. Because that would I, be I thought be they fun. were doing it, too. And that was Justice League. Or not just uh, uh, Suicide Squad. But that's fine. It's still going to be great. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. And they were setting up Suicide Squad in uh, the end of Arkham Origins. Mm-hmm. They were. It, it ends with a cinematic of Amanda Waller visiting Deathstroke in prison. Yes, it does. And then, which was a different studio, there, that's uh, WB Montreal, who is doing the new Batman game. Yeah, so they basically like switched mm-hmm. roles. In, yeah, in theory. Like Rocksteady was I, yeah. like, done with it. I'm very curious about it. Rocksteady is great with game mechanics. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, they changed like the superhero game genre like with Batman, mm-hmm. and Spider-Man changed it again. But whatever, that's yeah. how it goes. So people trade back and forth. That's why art's so fun. <laughs> because people just constantly one up each other. They should give Batman a sucker punch next. It's not going to happen, unfortunately. <laughs> we'll coast about. We'll talk about Ghost of Tsushima later. Oh yeah, that's the, that. That wraps up the end. But it's good. It's a good reminder. Um. Yeah, I think EA is actually going to be. I think EA buys. Fuck that shit! God damn it! That's who my that's who my money's on right now. I don't want to have to pay five dollars to upgrade my grappling gun. What the <laughs> fuck are they gonna do? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm not I'm not okay with it either, especially because they almost killed Star Wars. Yeah, that last Star Wars game was fine. That's I what I mean. Like that was been, the last good one. It would have been better if a different company made it. Exactly. So that's why it's a struggle bus. So I'm very yeah. scared for Batman in his future right now. But yes. we'll see. Video game wise, huh? movie wise, it's fine. Finally. Yes. Very excited to see what they're whatever they're going to show us for the Batman. Hopefully, some footage that I will obsess over and watch over and over and over again. You know, if EA buys Batman, that means we can just never fully be happy, Jackson. Like I'll we, just we either just have seventy great... less dollars I have to spend every few years. <laughs> we either have great Batman movies mm-hmm. and terrible games, mm-hmm. or we have amazing games and terrible movies. At what point? At one point, we had the Dark Knight, and then the year after the Arkham game. So at one point those things converged. That's true. But one, good. one beautiful moment we flew too close to the sun. Yep. And down we came. We've been crashing down to earth ever since. From the ashes came Zack Snyder. What do you think? <laughs> so what else are they going to show at this thing? I know there's going to be some stuff for their like CW shows. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of speculation they're going to talk about some more original DC programming on HBO Max. Yeah, I think that's going to get a lot of love. There's going to be a lot. There's probably going to be a trailer for the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Yep. There's a lot of talk they're going to announce this like Justice League Dark series. Yep. 
And a lot of speculation that Keanu Reeves is going to reprise the role of John Constantine. A lot, which is insane. Which I'm like, I'm here for it. Yeah. It's just, it'd be interesting to get him on an HBO show. Yeah. It's a shame that they won't get the guy who was on the Constantine show, because he was perfect. Okay. He's great. Yeah. Um, I've always thought a good live action John Constantine in like a movie, Daniel Craig, would be good. He would be good. It would be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's going to be, I think it's going to be HBO Max kind of finally has to answer the question, like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Like, it's just kind of there right now. But I'm ready for, like, them to put some serious money into these DC. And that's what's going to be. I think it's going to be, yeah. this is what's coming to HBO Max. This is our TV shows that we have. It's they'll, all DC-focused. Yeah. They'll, they'll merge probably, the apps. They'll probably tell us more about that Gotham City show. Yep. Or that Gotham City PD show. There's mm-hmm. a lot. Of, there's a big rumor going around right now that a Catwoman series is going to be announced with Zoe Kravitz. Yep. Which could be why they didn't renew her uh, high fidelity show on Hulu. Yeah, they canceled. Which that. I'm bummed about because I really liked that. That was that was a, a surprise cancel too. Yeah. It's huge. So that so could I think, be. I think that that might play a role. Like maybe she wasn't available to come back because she signed this other thing. Which is crazy. Yeah. But it makes sense when you're going to be Catwoman. Yeah. You don't really say no. I really liked that High Fidelity show. I, I know. It was really good. I know. I'm depressed about it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of the TV shows. I think both apps, DC Universe app and HBO Max are going to merge. Yeah, DC Universe is going away. Yep. All um, the Harley Quinn's already lasted. over. Yeah, Harley Quinn's already over on HBO Max. You can watch it there. Yeah. So, like, it's just slowly. And Doom Patrol. And Doom they Patrol. They moved to HBO Max. Uh, the second season of that is out right now, and it's fucking wild. It's great. <laughs> I think those are the two best it's shows on really there. It's really great. Um, shockingly great. I like Titans, too. Oh, you're right. Titans. Titans is good. They'll probably announce season three coming they, to HBO Max. Yeah. They unfortunately canceled Swamp Thing before it even got a chance, and that show was really good. That's coming back, though. That's yeah, but CW. it's just the first season they're putting on CW. It's really weird. But maybe that'll bring make them bring it back. Because I, I loved that show. And the suit looked fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, CW will be... I guess CW will be there, too. Yeah. Yeah, they'll announce what they're doing with, like, Flash and Supergirl and all that shit. And there's that new series, that Superman and Lois series they're doing. They'll have to show the new Batwoman. Yeah. That'll have a moment. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a few episodes of that Batwoman series. It's fine. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's what it is. I don't really get down on the CW shit. They're, yeah, they're, they're like, kind of a half-washed idea most of the time. Yeah. I mean, we watched that fucking uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. That hurt. <laughs> That, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking that way. Um, it seems like they might announce what they're doing with the Flash like movie. Oh, that would... Yeah. Ezra Miller is listed as a guest. Oh, well, then it's going to happen. Which would be fu- really fucking interesting. They'll probably come out and like announce full-blown the Michael Keaton stuff. Yep. They'll probably have a title announcement. Everyone will come on stage. Here's the actors. Who's in it? Man. That still blows my fucking mind. I still cannot believe that. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. And that sets up for Beyond, and if they don't do it, I'm going to call them cowards for the rest of their life. <laughs> Just to see Michael Keaton play Bruce Wayne again. like Michael Keaton is now the perfect old Bruce. Like, him, like, at, like, the computer with Ace at his side. Like, it would be dope. Mm-hmm. Damn it. I'm going to watch Batman 89 <laughs> when I go home. <laughs> um, let's see, speaking of kind of older Batman movies, though, uh, you have a theory that the Schumacher cut's going to get announced. Yes. And I kind of, if I'm on board with it, because he apparently Schumacher just died this year too. Yes. So it is the 25th anniversary of Batman Forever. Oh, that's sad. He didn't get to see it. So that's like part of it. But the fact that Val Kilmer is going to be a guest at DC Fandom, mm-hmm. and there's this like 
building undercurrent now, and like HBO Max needs content. They really badly do. And you've got the footage, so just do it. Mm-hmm. Just like edit it together and put it out there. I would love it. I like Batman Forever a lot. Um, <laughs> You're slowly just gaining more courage to say this every time we do an episode. <laughs> I think it's like I, it's it's not necessarily like what I would want if I were gonna make a Batman movie. Yeah, of course. But like for what it is, for like a silver agey sort yeah. of like portrayal of like a very James Bondian superheroic Batman, I like dig it. I think it's fun. The only thing I literally don't like about the movie is Two Face. Yeah. I just don't like how he's portrayed. He's really bad like Tommy Lee Jones like tanks the movie. Yeah. Like it's literally all his fault and but the rest of it yeah, like you said, it's fine. It's, super it's this fun. cheesy And like thing. Robin is a thirty year old man. But... I gotta get over yeah, I gotta get over that. <laughs> He's he's Nightwing age yeah. as Robin. But I'm like I'm I'm down. I want to see more. I'm yeah. I'm down to see a, a Schumacher cut version. I think it's gonna be. I think they're probably gonna announce the air cut. I was just gonna say. I think I think all the cuts are coming. All the cuts are coming. All the cuts, and it they probably will just literally be like, yeah, this is what a a director's original idea can come to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. You can have the theater version and the what the director wanted. And like we have the director's cut of Batman Returns. That's what that movie is. Yeah. That's all Burton all the time. Yeah, yeah so. that's why the movie goes fucking hard right real quick. Oh, man. Hard left. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and then a right. It zigs and zags. <laughs> Dan DeVito leaks goo. I love Batman Returns. <laughs> it, it's, once you like clear your head like that, it's not... I always say it's not a Batman movie. It's a Burton movie set a in a Batman movie. universe. Well, that's what's like so cool about those movies is it's like this artist is given this character mm-hmm. and they put their interpretation on it, but they also like really highlight what about that character resonates with them. Mm-hmm. I would say the same thing for like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That first, the first two Raimi Spider-Man movies are such Sam Raimi movies. Yes. But that he's so in a vibe with Spider-Man that it totally works for the character instead of working against the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. You can actually see when these movies are like the most pure. And yeah. Then you can see when the studio gets involved. And I, I Spider-Man love that. Theory. And like, it's something you don't really have with most of the Marvel movies, like MCU movies, is those are very producer driven. Yeah. And they get filmmakers that like bring something to it. Sometimes more than others, like Taika Waititi on Thor Ragnarok oh, is like yeah. fucking there. Yeah. And he's really vibing with what the studio wants to do. And that's when the movies are most successful. And then like, sometimes you get like a Thor two, two, one Thor one is like inoffensive. Fine. And it's like fine, like fine. they got it done, whatever. It yeah, I feel like the reason people don't shit on it that bad is because Avengers was so good, and, and you forget that Ragnarok. it exists. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? Yeah. I actually didn't know there was an original Thor movie. Let's go there. <laughs> how could you? How could I there not be? It. How could it's there not be an original Thor movie? It's for, it's you think there's just a Thor three? But like the first fine. Iron Man, I can see where she's coming from. It is. Like, like, it's Avengers came out literally like five minutes later. So. Well, yeah, no, it's a year later. The like the good Thor movie isn't called Thor three. It's just called Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, they don't put numbers in the titles except for the Iron Man movies. Yeah, which is interesting. I thought they did it for Thor two. No, it's called Thor: The Dark World. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen it, which is fine. It's not good. No. <laughs> just that title. Anyways, it's the worst MCU movie. I could see that. I would say that and then The Incredible Hulk. Ugh. 
which like has things that I like in it, but it's ultimately not very good. And it's easy to forget that too, mm-hmm. because it doesn't have a Ruffalo in it. It's true. There's still on for me after going back, we never did the far from home for our Spider-Man recaps, but I watched it anyways. Yeah. They're on thin ice for me with Spider-Man. Really? For, like making him too watered down. Like they're starting to, he relied so much on Tony. Yeah, no, that's true. And I'm like, I, watching that one, I'm like, he's not what makes Spider-Man great. Here's what's like interesting, though, about what they do with Spider-Man and Iron Man. Is mm-hmm. that so much of Spider-Man in like the movies and the comic books is him like reaching out for a father figure mm-hmm. and then having that torn away in different ways. Yes. So I definitely appreciate what they do with it on that level. Um, and what I like about Far From Home is, like, first of all, Mysterio fucks. Mysterio's dope. Um, I'm just talking about as a character-wise. They're great movies, just yeah. character-wise, for Spider-Man. What I also love about it is they take the suit away for mm-hmm. so much of it that, like, you really appreciate that, like, Peter Parker is the hero. Peter Parker has these powers. The suit mm-hmm. is not what makes him Spider-Man. You're talking about when he gets, like, the Thor hammer and shield. Like, he, his version <laughs> of it at the when he's fighting them on the bridge. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's like, his web shoes are not working, he's just, so he's like, yeah. well, fuck. He just grabs, like, a sign and, like, it's, the... Yeah, it's just his, uh, like, it's just Peter Parker doing Spider-Man things. Yeah. And I, I like that. I appreciate that. Because in uh, Homecoming, it was, like, a little too techy, and his yes. suit was doing a little too much for him. Yeah, enter kill mode. Yeah. And, like, it, it works because it's him, like, struggling with those things. Like, mm-hmm. whoa, 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 I didn't want to do that. Um, But I think, like, you need to remind the audience that like no Peter Parker has superpowers. Yes. And Peter Parker does like invented his own web shooters and like That's why this third this one's is, the most important to me. I'm really excited about it. Well and I think they're gonna take all that stuff. That's what away. I mean. Yeah. I think him being exposed like this and all the shit that that can do, mm-hmm. I think he's yeah, he's gonna be this is me, this is my suit. Yeah. Peter Parker's is... it's gonna be him like coming into his own and being exactly. totally removed from the influence of Tony Stark. And that's and that's perfect. Yeah. And it honestly like this the third Spider Man's going to be if we get an Uncle Ben flashback, it's the time to use it. Yeah. Because be he cool. can have it be with, he's going through the same thing with Tony as Uncle Ben. He can have both those kind of yeah. tearing at him. I'd be really curious to see who they cast as Uncle Ben and just mm-hmm. like flashbacks would be pretty cool. Yeah. It would, it'd be interesting because it wouldn't be anything long. Maybe you have some Yeah. Uncle Ben's kind of teaching him the same things Tony were t- was trying to teach him. Yeah. You make a juxtaposition in that mm-hmm. interesting way. So maybe um, we have some actual Uncle Ben scenes. Yeah. It has to be someone young. Yeah, well, because it'd be somebody that would like make sense with Marissa Tomei. Exactly, so that that kind of opens the door from like a very kind old man that we've always gotten. Yeah, well, you could do like John Hamm. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at that. <laughs> I kind of just hit me. I think I just saw him with something. If I didn't want him for uh, Norman Osborn, I would say Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that'd be a cool one. But I very specifically want Matthew McConaughey for Norman Osborn. That'd be dope. That'd be fun. Give yeah. him a give him a bad guy. Yeah. Like it's time. Yeah. He got his Oscar. He came back and said, "I'm not just rom coms." Yeah. Let's him be a bad guy. That'd be dope. And like th- the bad guy. Yeah. Because Norman Osborn, you could set him up to be like the new big bad for the whole MCU. Yep. And you could bring in like the whole hammer thing. Like they replace Shield, and you could do the Dark Avengers stuff. Mm-hmm. We had an episode where we geeked out on this because yeah. it was the perfect time. You can really do it. Because Tony's dying. He's dead. And so with him just being dead, Oscorp comes in and takes over everything Stark. Mm-hmm. Is like we said that we had a very geeky moment where we figured this out. And yeah, 
we like. That's the way. That's the way to do it. Yes, it's the perfect timing. It's the perfect storm. Have Norm Osborn come in yeah. and just start fucking shit up. Yeah, exactly. Because we just got Matthew McConaughey's the guy to do it. That'd be dope. I would love to. See the closest we've gotten to him being a bad guy is Wolf Wall Street. He's just an asshole. He is an asshole. But he's not like a bad guy. Uh, he's a bad guy in uh, Texas Chainsaw: The Next Generation. I forgot that was a movie. He's a member of the family. I forgot that was a movie. <laughs> he's an evil to- tow truck driver with like a robot leg. Son of a bitch, that's real. He has a line that says, "All I'm gonna do is I'm gonna kill you. Ain't no fucking biggie." Mm. I do remember that now. <laughs> Renee Zellweger is also in that movie. Oh god, that movie had a weird cast. <laughs> Fucking mid '90s, man. Bad time. time for horror. Hell of a time. <laughs> um, except for mid '90s, we do get gives us Blade at the end. '98. Yeah, the yeah. end. Well, no, the horror genre specifically was in the fucking ghetto in the mid '90s. Then you have Scream in 1996, and it saves horror. Yeah, that movie's important. Have yeah. you seen Scream? Very, it's Have very important. Scream. Scream's a very important movie. Like- Scream two. Yeah. Yes. Scream 2 is bad. Yeah. It came out less than a year after the original Scream. Yeah, they, they were just riding the success. <laughs> That's fine. Scream one 4 is, is not good. Scream 3 is bad. Yes. Most horror movies are just good one. One and so, done. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen actually most like, cult horror films, but those are the only like, cult films I've seen. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 is the best Nightmare on Elm Street. Except if you want to also argue the fact that like Friday the 13th added part Jason. Part 4 and Part 6 are the best Friday the 13th. Horror movies are weird. Yes. <laughs> it's literally... <laughs> At being a horror movie fan, which I'm like not really a horror movie fan, but anytime you go into a horror movie, you sit down and go, "This is either going to be good or this is going to be bad." Mm-hmm. And I love horror movies. I've seen, yeah, way more bad ones than good ones. It's because that's how they are mostly. But when there's a good one, it is sublime. What did you think of Final Destination? I think those movies are fine. I think Final Destination Two is the best. There's this weird like storm brewing on the internet for mm-hmm. love for Final Destination. Like, they kind of popped it. up over nowhere. Those are movies that, like, are, like, proto-Saw in the sense like them, that they are just, like, I want to see, like, cool, weird, mm-hmm. inventive death scenes, and that's yes. all they are. And they get weirder. Like, the third one is crazy. The third one is super strange. The girls that burn alive in the tanning booth. Yeah. third one scarred me. Um, that's a very interesting like transition point where we're coming out of the post scream. Yeah. Like there was, I know what you did last summer. Which are my favorites. And, uh, God damn you. I love them And so like much. Valentine. And then like, Valentine was weird. That movie's crazy. <laughs> that movie's really weird. I watched that movie last Halloween for the first time in a long time. It's wild. I remember watching it like younger and just be like, yeah. the fuck was that? I kind of <laughs> like, love that movie. And those, like, remakes of, like, Prom Night and shit like that. Yes. And you had this very specific, like, early aughts transition period where you go from that scene into, like, the found footage slash saw torture porn pornography mm-hmm. sort of. Yeah. Yeah, horror's weird. Yeah, horror's a weird franchise. But yeah, saw. I can do a whole podcast just about horror. Movies. Oh, I know you can. I really, I really want to. Just I want to do it for Halloween. Yeah. Like I want us to. We can do Thirty One Nights of Halloween. Okay. Yeah. That'd be fun. Let's do it. Don't we threaten do me with a. Don't threaten me with a good time. Jackson has a plan. What do you mean planning it? Oh, no, what I mean is like we have to start. If we... He has different versions. A podcast every day about a different horror movie. I'll start it right now. <laughs> Great. 
Done. I'll start a list right now. <laughs> so Jackson is like, don't tempt me with a good time. There's <laughs> four different versions of this list. No, I'm just, what I'm saying is we'd have to start filming them now. Our slice house arrives in 60 minutes also. Perfect. <laughs> this is a perfect segue on air to go into Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> because we, I think we covered everything that's going to be a DC fandom. So And hopefully will be. and yeah, There'll be some surprises stuff. too, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Um, yes, but now we're going into Ghost of Tsushima. We save this for the end of the podcast because it is full spoilers. We're going to say what happens in the end, the middle, beginning, whatever. So you can stop now if you haven't <laughs> played the game and go beat the game. Go play it. It's yeah, great. definitely play it. Um, but I don't want to ruin the ending. So, okay, this is your fault now. Uh, we had different endings, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you killed your uncle. you have no honor. <laughs> you killed your uncle. Yeah. And I uh, defeated him. Said, this is the future now, old man, and I let him live. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which I thought was the best kind of... For me, it was the personal fuck you to the samurai Uh who put this hit out on me and Uh made my uncle do the one to kill me. Yeah. And the fact that I beat him and let him live... Yeah. Then he has to live with that, and you're punishing your uncle more than you're punishing anybody else. Yeah, it was his fault. He should have said no. Whereas I see... The end of the samurai being perfectly encapsulated by killing your uncle, but also honoring him with the warrior's death that he wants and deserves. Mm. And it's very much Jin ending this chapter of his life. The samurai. Beginning. Anew. Yes. I like that. For me, it was the simple everything yeah. gets thrown out the window. Like, and also, like at the end of the day, despite everything else, like he loves his uncle, and he owes his uncle that at the very least. A warrior's death. Yeah. So he's going to make the samurai kill his only family member? Yeah. That's rough. It's very um, very Freudian. Like, you have to kill your father mm. to become your own man. So you went very literal with it. Yeah. Okay. See, I was just giant middle finger to everybody. <laughs> I'm not going to do this because the samurai are making us do this bad white ghost armor. I have the cool red one. Yeah. Which I took it all away and I have just the mask is red. It looks cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love the white ghost armor. I wear it with that cool hat. Which cool hat? There's lots of cool hats. I love the uh, the Wanderer's hat, the straw hat, because you oh, look yes. like one of the three storms in Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, okay, so overall, this is probably like what? Game-wise, how do you feel? Like, is this your favorite game? It's not my favorite game, but I do really love it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, wonderful. Yeah, it's it- so much fun. And, like, as I was playing it, every t- development that happened, I was like, oh, my God, I didn't think I could like this anymore, and now I do. <laughs> the way they introduce mechanics of being, like, both stealth and samurais. Mm-hmm. Throwing the freaking, um... Oh, God, the ninja stars, basically. Oh, the uh, kunai? Yeah, kunai. Throwing that into, like, a group of guys yeah. and then just running to the ones that didn't get hit and just picking them off. And especially at the point when they become, like, one-hit kills. Yes. Because <laughs> they just grab their throat and just drop. Yeah. And, like, half their crowd's gone. Yeah. And then uh, you start introducing fear. Yeah. And that and they just... start... Oh. And then depending on, like, the armor that you're wearing. Yeah. And then, like, I also got a charm that was increased it to like a 25% chance. Yes. I had it just going all the time. They just start running away. Yeah. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I also got to a point where I stopped doing standoffs when I encountered them, like on Same. the roads and I would just throw black powder bombs into their midst. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah. And then just run in there and throw a smoke bomb and assassinate the survivors. Perfect. Yeah. See, there's so many ways to play it. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, I stopped doing standoffs too. 
for me it was standoffs the, are super fun though especially if you're wearing the family armor yes. and you can increase the chain to five you're just going through and them. they just like keep running at you mm-hmm. yeah it's it like it does like the slow slash all the way through and holds it it's yeah. just so cheesy and great it's such a cool game and i love just like the pulpy sort of like samurai movie influence yeah. and like all the things that i love about star wars and stuff like that are things that George Lucas took from like Akira Kurosawa in those films. Yeah. Um, Which so is... just to like play them in such a specific context is so much fun. It really is, and they did it such a good job. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. And Jin's story was great. I love Jim's story of like it's great. Trying to balance: Do I keep the family tradition going, and potentially lose this battle for my land, or do I mix up my styles, and start using stealth and start using like ways to get advantages on them to like save my land yeah because it's not working the other way and they constantly have him like battling those two and it's just it's really well done mm. so yeah was, especially when they use the, like his own poison against him that was crazy i was like shit <laughs> yeah that was the one time where i actually was like i guess we went too far <laughs> did i fuck up <laughs> which then really is like it's my nana's fault <laughs> who was your like uh lady alfred that was in love with your dad yes lady alfred that was totally banging the dad yeah 100 percent banging the dad mm-hmm. but she created the poison so really it's her fault but yeah no that was a great way to be like it was well, a shame that you don't hook up with yuna <laughs> okay yes like i know the game is putting them together mm-hmm. but there should have been like a cinema scene of like yeah them actually getting to yeah, get full it on penetrative sex you just want to see them go at it. Yeah. Okay. All the attention needs to be paid off. Yeah. Yeah, they have their very, like, kind of teasing moment, like, Yeah, but it ends up being battle. very chaste. Yeah. And I was like, come on, just let him fuck. Do it. <laughs> now you just assume, now he's living in, like, my Jin's living in a shack. Yeah. Now that's where he's... In the ghost cave. The ghost cave. <laughs> yeah. It's just this blown up building, basically, like, burned it's down. It's really cool, and it's got all the, uh, like, mementos and stuff from the story in it. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. His little gin cave. I cannot wait for the next one. I know. The Kill Your Horse. Man. That was hard. I was upset. Yeah. No. You just played Red Dead. So yeah. You just lost a horse. Yeah. Now you lose another one. Yeah. I was not ready. It's like, I was not over the death of my first horse. No. As you shouldn't be. No. Both were tragic. This one was sad. This one, like, he gets, like, three arrows in him. And, and you like, can go visit his grave. Yep. <laughs> he, has, he has a grave. His grave's a fast travel point. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yes. Oh, yeah, it's real sad. He it just, like, sad. he just, sl- he carries him as far as he can, and then he just slowly falls over. That was the last I heard about it. And then Jin just says, I'm so sorry, I couldn't protect you, and buries him. And I'm sitting there going, like, what the hell? <laughs> I want revenge. I want DLC where I just go back and find that specific army <laughs> that killed my horse, and just take revenge on him. I... <laughs> I'm thinking that next game is definitely going to be you taking the fight to the Mongols. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It was teased at the end, too, like, by the guy who was, uh, the merchant who was like, oh, no, yeah, the ghost army is going to go invade, and I want to give him supplies. And Jin's like, I have no idea what he's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I think it's, that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Cannot wait. I think they're going to further hammer home that he is creating, like, ninjas. Yeah. Although it'll be interesting to see how they reconcile that. Because a ninja in, like, historical context is an assassin, like a hired killer. 
Yes. And I don't know that he's going to go that far. It doesn't have to be. It could be what it turned into. Yeah. It could be like the ultimate. It could be like our mythological concept of an ninja yeah, as opposed exactly. to the actual historical. But like you have people, at the end it had the game, the game was teasing the fact that people wanted to learn yeah. how to fight like him. He had people, follow, he had followers. Yeah. The ghost's army. Yeah. And yeah. so I can totally see him training people. They start creating like that idea and then it can get even get away from him. Like what his goal for it turns into what we view ninjas that could as like be assassins. It would be interesting to see like a wayward sect of the ghost army and he has to fight people mm-hmm. that have like taken his ideas too far farther. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, be... I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. It'd be a whole fun thing they do there. Mm-hmm. And it kind of hammers back home to like what his uncle was trying to say, which is if we stoop to their level and try to go lower than them, then they'll, it'll be it's, worse. It's yeah. never ending. And it's going to escalate. Yeah. You kind of almost hammer that back home, which you're, which in theory, your ending killing the uncle is probably like the canon ending. Mm-hmm. So two will be uncle's dead. Yeah, I would think so. I think so too. Unless they like really go far with a, it's like Mass Effect. Where oh like, shit! Like it's your choice. Yeah. That would be nuts. Mm-hmm. So you just have like a different game. That'd be fucking nuts. Because like, that's like a drastic different game. Yeah. So that'd be cool. But yeah, I think it'll be something like that. I think it's gonna be his. We need to follow what this turns into. Because yeah. he's starting a movement. They've said that like several times. Yeah. It's really yeah, it's really interesting. I might play through the game again. Do it in black and white mode. Huh? Do it in the black and white mode. Ooh yeah. See? Now you know what the colors look like. Such a beautiful fucking game. Yes it is. It is gorgeous. Yeah. Like those hot springs are some of my favorite. Yeah. That and right in haikus. Well all the uh like in the second part of the island where you're doing the duels with all the Straw hats. Yeah. Like, all the locations of those. Oh, those were perfect. Those are like mini little movies in themselves. Yeah. Shit. Like the one on the waterfalls. The one on all the red leaves. Yeah. That one's great. That one's my favorite. And there's one on the beach. Yeah. There were some cool ones. Even the uncle's last fight was dope. How, like, it had, like, the flowers that had fallen on the ground were half white and half red. Yeah. Just allude to whatever armor you get at the end. Pretty crazy. But it looks so good. Looks so good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good. I, it's probably one of my favorite games, but... Oh, yeah. It's definitely up there. It's not my game of the year. What's your game of the year? Last oh, of Us 2. Last of Us 2. Still haven't played it. Exactly. <laughs> you will. You'll, hopefully you'll agree with me. I'm, I'm very. Sure like I am very curious to know your opinion on it. I'm sure because... I'll like it. As long as Joel is in the whole game and there are no lesbians. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have to tell you, so my mom got it, because she loved the first one, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> she pulled me aside at work, and she was like, Jamie, last night I was playing my zombie game, <laughs> and that, that those girls, they got real high, they smoked some reefer, and then they did the nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, Jennifer, did it. Yep. <laughs> love is love. That's right. Last of Us 2 promotes high lesbian sex. Cool. The so. best kind. So, <laughs> Sex face. I had a lot. I had a lot of questions run through my brain all at once. It was kind of fun. I think was one. Yeah, that was number one. Like, that was also my question. Uh, anyways, yeah, no. So they do. They do a story uh, risk in the way they tell their story, and I'm very curious to see what you think on it. Yeah, I'm interesting. So, anyways, all right. You have anything else? Um, no. No, I don't think so. I think I'm good. Yeah. Ghost of Chima, great game. Fandom. One of the best. What's your 
what's your IGN rating? What's For Ghosts of Tushima? Yeah. I don't know, that's like a nine. The only reason I even like slowly started to get burnt was just open world fatigue. Mm. But I played a few of those. Such a good uh, use of an open world, though. It's great. So much to find. And, like... Follow little birdies. Yeah. Follow some foxes. Mm-hmm. Dude, that mission where, like, they killed all the foxes. That was wild. Oh, I was so mad. I was angry. <laughs> I just come across and there's even more little bodies. And then there's all those foxes at the end who, like, pop up and bow to you. Yes, and then you pet, like, the leader. Yeah. It was dope. I love all the points where you can, like, bow at certain points in the game and then, like, crazy shit happens. Like, you can do it at the beach and all those crabs appear. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't do that. That's cool. Where else? What else happens? I don't want to spoil it for you. Oh, well, I don't even have you the game. You can go now. to different points in the game, and if you bow, like things will happen. Huh? I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I uh, Tony's bar in the game, so I won't be able to experience that for yeah. a little bit. You and your physical copies of games. Uh, I know. I don't understand. Well, it. this was a birthday it. gift to me. To so, yourself? No. From you? Somebody uh, actually, <laughs> ironically, Tony and Audrey bought it for me. Oh, really? That's yeah, sweet. I know. So, but it came in physical form. Crazy. And Last of Us Two just had that really sweet collector's edition that I couldn't say no to. Yeah. I can't see myself buying another like disc mm-hmm. of a game at this point. The only time I do is for cool collector edition. Yeah, that's it. Other than that, it's digital all the way. When I bought the uh, collector's edition of Arkham City, it came with like a full scale replica of the grapple gun. That's fun. It's at my mom's house somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. I actually, won the cardboard cutout at GameStop. That's cool. To Arkham City, and it was in my first apartment. Forever. Forever. Well, it finally died. It finally. We had it at our, our last apartment. It finally died. When Oh, that's right, it did. Because <laughs> we were going to keep it. <laughs> so, anyways. All right. On that note, goodbye. Yeah. <laughs>